My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day, my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time for today's travel and cruise industry news. With the latest from travel and cruises around the world, here's your host, Chili Falls. Good morning and welcome to the travel and cruise industry news podcast for this, the fifth day of September, 2023, coming to you from somewhere in the ocean. We're probably halfway from Ketchikan to Vancouver, somewhere in that vicinity. Uh, And quite frankly, folks, I have no thought that this stream is going to make it through the show today. It has been awful this morning. That's why I'm back in my cabin. This was a last resort. I went about 10 other places, and I couldn't get a stream to hold at all. So where I've been doing the show all week, Nothing. It was awful. So, and it's probably weather. It's rainy, nasty, foggy, wind blowing. It's really yucky weather. So, I'm sure that is something. So, if I go out, folks, just hang with me. I, when I get the signal back, I'll still be there, probably. At least for the first part of the show. All right. Two announcements to make tomorrow and Thursday. There's going to be no regularly scheduled show. Tomorrow morning, I disembark uh, before showtime. And then I'm going to be in Vancouver all day tomorrow, but I can't get in the hotel until tomorrow afternoon. So we're going to stow our luggage, which means I'm stowing my computer. Uh, until the afternoon when we can get in the hotel and then we're going to go back to the um, cruise terminal, get our luggage and I'll Uber over to the hotel or whatever. Uh, I'm right near the airport. So I'm real close to where I need to be for 6 a.m. flight on Thursday. 
That's why there's been no show on Thursday. I'll be up in the air someplace. I go through Dallas again. Um, I don't get in until the evening, so it's going to be a long day on Thursday. So I'm just not going to even attempt to do a show. Uh, when I put luggage out tonight, uh, because I'm trying to avoid carrying in the chair, carrying a bag, because that is really clumsy. So I'll go on and check that, which also means tonight, like I won't have a computer, so I can pre, uh, you know, pre-record a show. So because it's going to be, you know, from eleven o'clock on, I'm or no, it's ten o'clock on, I won't have uh, anything. We did change our clocks back. We're now back on Pacific time. So we uh, changed the clocks an hour last night. All right. We do have some headlines today. Crew wages worth $2 million stolen. The Norwegian Joy has a delayed arrival in New York City. And, of course, weather updates. Things are vastly improved, but we've got a new one to watch in the Atlantic. Another system in the Pacific. So we'll get all to all that in just a second. Today, folks, is National Cheese Pizza Day. Now, I do admit, if I'm going to eat pizza, I'm going to have something on I don't eat cheese pizza as a normal thing. Some of you may have had a chance to see my pizza review from this ship. There's actually two pizza joints on this ship. But I use the one on Deck 14 Pregos. And I had a pepperoni and a, a spicy tuna pizza. And I thought, oh, my God, that sounds horrible. But I'll try it. It was so good. My goodness. If you like spice, because it's got a little bit of a spice. So the first bite, the spice hits you. Now, it's, that, it goes right up to that point of being too spicy. But it doesn't cross over that point. And then the second bite, that tuna flavor just explodes. It was delightful. So was the, the pepperoni was good, too. And all the pizza reviews I've done, I think that's the first time I've ever given one a 10. And that was a 10. That was really good. But today is National Cheese Pizza Day, so maybe I go by and get a piece of cheese pizza. That's a good possibility. All right, to uh, access my, uh, to access the blog, uh, not, not to access the blog, to access the podcast, you can go to my blog anytime, and the podcasts are always there every day, usually within 20 or 30 minutes of the end of the show. The podcast is processed and up, and it's up throughout all the networks, so that if, uh, if you're looking for it, you can get all the big guys, TuneIn, Spotify, Radio, Podchaser, Pandora, Stitcher. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, 
Just search for travel and cruise in the stream. And up pops the fat guy. So, uh, anytime that you're listening to the podcast, if you ever want to jump over to the video feed to see pictures or clips uh, or interviews that are on that day's show, uh, there's always a link in the description of the podcast to access the video feed. So it's uh, pretty simple. My overall impressions of this ship, you know, I had a lot of issues with accessibility. Uh, I had a most successful meeting with the upper level management. Uh, I understand now this uh, ADA compliance team is coming in here in the next 10 days to basically did what I did for them already, but that makes it official. And uh, the work starts. And I believe it's in 60 days, this ship will be totally ADA compliant. So, to me, that's, uh, that's terrific news, and that way oversteps the bounds of me being unhappy with things. Because the next time I'm on the ship, it'll be totally different. And everything else about the ship I loved. The staff has been excellent. The food has been just wonderful. The, the entire the entire cruise. Uh, my room is huge. Just huge. So, you know, there's plenty of activities. There's plenty of things to do. We've had a terrific solo uh, meet up meet and greet, solo group meetings every day. Just a wonderful solo group. Of course, I've had some dynamic dynamo excursions, but that's Nate. That's not anything to do with the Prince's excursions. So if you're traveling to Alaska next year, you need to at least check into Nate's excursion. Because they are three times what the, the cruise lines will give you for the same money. So, yeah, that's well worth looking at. That's, I mean, that's Nate's business. Yes, he is a travel agent. And yes, he can book regular travel. But he is also special pluses in uh, accessible travel. Um, and excursions. The my excursion yesterday was a study. They were using me as a guinea pig on the on well watching. That was day before yesterday. Now, uh, but yeah, the, there was already a meeting after I was on the boat between the owner of the company and three captains on what they can do to make their ships more accessible to at least to. Uh, folks in my situation where I can walk four or five steps. Now, we're not too for somebody that's permanently in a chair. Let's get take, let's we'll crawl before we walk. We've got a whole lot more people now that are looking at that than, than ever has in the past. So, and yes, I do know 
because Christie's done some cruises up here where they have accessibility for things like, you know, independent, smaller excursion folks. And uh, I mean, they're attuned to these issues. All right. Uh, let's see. Kenneth and Robin, I've got some stuff from them. They are, they got through the Panama Canal. I don't know. They had a, a gang in front of them, a huge gang. And uh, these probably have gotten out of order, so I'm just going to flip through them if the signal will let me change. That's the other thing. It's not, there we go. Uh, that's one of the, the pictures in the, of the lock going through the canal. And I believe that's Gaytung, a lock. And that's going either coming, probably coming out of the lock. Now, remember, they're doing west to east. I did east to west. So the perspective is a little different. And that's looking down at the old area from the new area. One of the water part of the channels going through there. And that's one of the locks in the process of, let's see, going, yeah, that would be uh, lowering. Yeah. So they're lowering the water so the boat comes down at a lower angle. And this one is, oh, yeah, that's just the control area. I think they said they were 56 or something in line. And it was a, you know, they've had a big traffic jam there for some time. So, anyway, as always, thanks to Kenneth and Robin for taking the time to send in pictures. That's just awesome. And I'm glad they're having a good trip. So, interestingly enough, uh, Kenneth and Robin, if you happen to be watching today, the picture you sent me in the hallway that I didn't know what it was. Now that I know what it is, I found several on my ship as well. So, all right, let's look at the weather real quick. This isn't going to take as long as normal. So we'll start with the Atlantic because there's still more, more problems in the Atlantic than in the Pacific. But it's looking a whole lot better, especially toward the states. There's nothing right now. That red X is what we've got to watch for. All right, that's the Central Tropical Atlantic satellite image indicates that the area of low pressure located about midway between Western Africa and the Windward Islands has become better organized overnight. If current trends continue, advisories should be issued today on a tropical cyclone moving west-northwestward at 15 to 20 miles an hour across the Central Tropical Atlantic. Additional strengthening to hurricane status is likely later in the week while the system moves over western portions of the tropical Atlantic near or to the northeast uh, of the northern Leeward Islands. 
So we'll have to see on the path. But folks, look at this. 48 hours. 100% chance of further development over the next seven days. 100% chance of further development. So that big red X, we got to watch that one close. All right, in the eastern tropical Atlantic, a strong tropical wave near the coast of West Africa, that's the, the southernmost uh, yellow X, producing a large area of cloudiness and showers. Environmental conditions appear conducive for gradual development, and a tropical depression could form over the far eastern tropical Atlantic during the middle to the latter part of the week while the system moves west-northwestward at 10 to 15 miles an hour. The system is expected to move across the Cabo Verde Islands uh, tomorrow night and Thursday, and interest there should monitor the progress. Over the next 48 hours, the chance of further formation is 30%, but over the next seven days, it goes to high 70%. And finally, up there in the northeastern Atlantic, that's what used to be Franklin. Post-tropical cyclone Franklin is located a few hundred miles north of the Azores and is forecast to move quickly southeastward toward warmer waters uh, so that a uh, good possibility we could see some strengthening. The system could acquire some subtropical or tropical characteristics later this week or this weekend while it moves erratically between the Azores and Portugal. Over the next 48 hours, it's pretty low for any development, but over the next seven days, it jumps up to 20%. So good possibility that could strengthen, not a great possibility, but it's possible that that could strengthen a little. There's just one system out in the Pacific, and that would be Yova. Depression strengthens into a tropical storm, Yova. It's located about 725 miles south-southeast of the southern tip of Baja. Sustained winds at 40, present movement west at 12. Minimum pressure is 1,004. Generally, west-northwestern motion is expected during the next several days. System is forecast to pass well south and west of Mexico. So it doesn't look like Yova will uh, have any effect on land other than possibly a little rough surf. But storm-wise, it's going to be another one of those Pacific hurricanes going nowhere. All right. I'll be back with a couple of news stories. Not a whole lot. It was a really weak day today. A couple stories after a quick word from one of our network sponsors. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. 
And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be, to be. And the late story this morning, you know, for a couple years, we keep hearing rumors that the companies are stealing the tips that are designed to go to the accrued. Well, there's some proof that it happens. The International Transport Workers Foundation, the ITF, has exposed a case of wage theft amounting to a staggering two million Australian dollars. That's approximately 1.27 million US dollars aboard the luxury cruise ship MS Caledonia Sky. The ITF's investigation conducted at the Port of Broome in Western Australia has uncovered a troubling pattern of underpayment, highlighting the need for legal reforms to protect crew members from such exploitation. This alarming discovery has ignited outrage within the maritime community and raised questions about the ethics of Austrian, Australian Pacific tours the country's largest locally owned tour company, the crewing management company, Sea Chefs, and Delta Corporation. I, you know, I don't know what kind of procedures they have, if they can recover any of this money and get it back to the crew members, but, you know, for the crew members that work, especially on a high-end, a luxury cruise ship, uh, I mean, the other crew members just go out of their way to take care of the customers. And then they get screwed out of their tips. Wow. I do hope some people go to jail for that one. All right, we've got to deal with one of my favorite ships, the Norwegian Joy, despite the crew's best efforts. Norwegian Joy didn't escape the remnants of Hurricane Idalia as it exited Bermuda, delaying the return of the New York City cruise ship. Strong winds and waves forced the breakaway plus cruise ship to remain docked at the cruise port, moving departure by one day while shortening the next sailing. This happened as Joy was following a five-night itinerary that included what was supposed to be an overnight stay in Bermuda. After taking note of the local weather conditions, the crew of the Norwegian Joy initially tried to leave on Saturday morning, a few hours shy of the scheduled departure on Saturday night. Unfortunately, external conditions deteriorated and a safe departure could not be attempted until the next day. The inclement weather forced the ship to stay in Bermuda for two nights instead of one. The change delayed arrival in New York by a day, turning the next nine-night Canadian and New England itinerary into an eight-night itinerary that will only have stops in Canada. Based on the modified sailing, the New York cruise ship will arrive for its next itinerary on September 5th at 7 a.m., 
instead of September 4th. Sorry about that for the folks on the joy. Of course, these things, this time of year, happen. And there was probably 10 cruises total in the last two weeks that had to change itineraries because of weather. That's unfortunately why I deal with it every day on this space. Because it affects all of us one way or another. So, and I'll continue to do that until the season's over. I don't like it any more than you guys do. But necessary evil. All right, let's go see who's busting me in the chat room today. Mike's with us there, Kenneth. I did look on the ship. Uh, there is a private elevator that takes you up to the Serenity area. Awesome, because on this one, there's not. Nate, on, on our day in um, Glacier Bay National Park, Nate rented a, a cabana or something up there in the Serenity thing, sent me a message to come on up to deck 17 or whatever, some ridiculous number. Uh, and, and then I got there and found out there's no elevator to that floor. You have to walk up flight stairs. So anyway, they had a good time. I mean, I had a good time where I was too, but still, yeah, that was tough. Well, Kenneth, I'm enjoying your, uh, your pictures and stuff on your cruise, and especially your, your little quiz on the little table in the hallway. And just as soon as I found out what that was, that's all too. So uh, we're in the same situation. There are a couple cases here. Obviously not bad, but still a couple. Uh, Joanne's with us. It's happy Tuesday. There's Steve out in Kentucky. Nikki down in Jacksonville. Gretchen out in Ohio. Two weeks to London. I wonder if spicy tuna pizza is an Alaska thing. I have no idea. Or it might be just a Frigo pizza thing. Um, or, hang on a second. Yeah, doing my show. I'll be a few minutes. I'm doing my show. I'll be about 15 minutes. All right, no problem. Okay. That was my room, Stuart. Uh, so anyway, um, I don't know if that's an Alaska thing or a Prega thing or maybe a thing of the guy that's fixing the pizzas. But I, I'm telling you guys, I mean, I love pizza. And I was not counting on loving that. And man, did I love it. It was fantastic. But Gretchen, I'm glad it's getting around time for you to go traveling again. Gretchen would like to try it. Very good. There's Cindy. Hi, Cindy. Here's Dennis. Hi, Dennis. A reminder to drink milk to alleviate the heat from spices. To not drink water. The crust on the pepperoni pizza looked much better than the tuna pizza. Yeah, but and, and actually, I realized that it, the pepperoni looked better, but the crust on the tuna pizza, the tuna pizza was actually better. But both were really good. Yeah, there was just, I was just totally impressed with that 
Pizza. I'm probably going to go back and have some more today. Last down the ship, you know, we're at sea today. The weather is crappy, horrible. Oh my God, it's horrible. Uh, there's Hot Air Toms with us today. <clears throat> I was thinking about you during the night, Hot Air Tom. I need to start sending some money in on our soiree for 25. I hope you saw, Dennis says, I hope you saw my comment about uh, pizza, another kind of pizza. Pizza, the Leaning Tower variety. Uh, take the train from Livorno. Livorno. Got to put that roll in there. Hop off, see the tower. Hop on the train to Florence. Ferenze. Roll the R. Ferenze. Yes. So, um, yeah, Hunter Toms uh, is going to go over there and pave the way for when I'm over there on what to go see. I don't know. But I don't know if we go to the same places or not. Joanne says, oh boy, we're cruising next week. Awesome. Need the herd case to go elsewhere. Yeah, yeah, that's uh that's one of the problems. I've been, you know, I've been I've sailed in several, been involved in several while I was sailing. Uh so yeah, it's just as well that they stay away. Although when it happens, uh, you don't get sick anymore. Uh, and most of the time you end up with a couple days at sea that you hadn't counted on. Now that can be good or bad. You know, for somebody like me, it's good to get a couple more days on the boat. I don't necessarily have anything that affects me that bad. Somebody that's got to get back to work or something. Yeah, that's another thing. Or trying to meet a plane schedule. You know, that's all another issue. But, you know, twice now I've had uh, once two extra days and once three extra days because of storms. Uh, Gretchen knows where you're, where you're going, Joanne. Um, if Yova is a Spanish name that is pronounced Hava. Hava. I said Hova. Okay, I knew the J was pronounced like an H, but I did not put it into Oba. All right, I can I can see that now. All right, so this is Tropical Storm Ova. And I'll bet you the weatherman don't say it right at any of the places. Joanne says, if I was on MSC, I would pay only cash tips. That's horrifying. And that wasn't MSC, uh, Joanne. It's a small company. Um, let me go back and get pull the name of it up. Yeah, it wasn't MSC. It's a company that I'd never heard of and a ship that I'd never heard of. Uh, that's Norwegian Joy. Okay. Uh, exposed. A case of wage theft among the staggering. Aboard the luxury cruise ship MS Caledonia Sky, the ITS investigation conducted in Bourne, Western Australia, 
doesn't cover it doesn't say the company's name oh yeah it does the ethics of australia pacific tours uh sea chefs and delta corporation so oh uh, yeah and uh, the major cruise lines just to be perfectly clear on that i have never heard uh of any of the major cruise lines doing that despite rumors that have circulated around about it. And I've been all over those rumors and checked them out and none of them have any truth to them. But this is, for, this is actually the first time I've seen it really happening. So, uh, NCL tour will get me to, to, uh, pizza and flop for Ferrante. Ferrante. Anyway. I don't forget to slightly, and don't forget to slightly fold the pizza slice for structural rigidity when enjoying the first bites. Yeah, it's, I try, if I'm just eating myself, Dennis, yeah, I do it. I try to do it that way. But when I'm taping, uh, it looks it, it's more appealing uh, visually if people can see what I'm actually eating for some reason. Uh, you know, I'm surprised that people like seeing these silly pizza reviews, but they do. I get a lot of feedback on the pizza reviews. Livorno, yes, Ferenze. Ferenze, Ova. Okay. I keep working at it, Dennis. Uh, Cindy says, 47 days till our next cruise. All right. That's good, Cindy. Firenze. Firenze. Renze. The tongue just doesn't roll as well this morning for some reason. But I have found even like sitting at dinner, was it last night? Uh, I'm using uh, the Italian pronunciation for a lot of things now, uh, like Civitavecchia. Uh, when, when, you know, people go, what? Yeah. Uh, NCL, the DSC, a daily service charge is not a tip. It's a pool of funds NCL uses for the staff pay. So it muddles the water a bit. Yeah, but it goes where it's supposed to go. I think all the cruise lines do it that way. Uh, but I've talked to a number of crew members and they don't feel they're getting screwed. They do feel they're getting it extra. Now, I still tip extra too. You know, I've said this many times before. I always tip my waiter or two waiters if I've been in the same dining room for multiple nights. Of course, my room steward, especially now, because my room steward, you know, he's got a lot, a lot of crap to deal with with me. So I always take care of him. And if I've had a couple bartenders around the ship that have done extra things, always take care of that too. So, nyaki. Nyaki. Not my favorite of the Italian foods, by the way, but uh, my niece at home makes gnocchi on a 
reasonably regular basis. All right, guys, that's going to wrap it up. My apologies. I'm probably not going to see you for two days. So I'll see you back when I get home on Friday. Uh, looks like Wednesday and Thursday. It's just not in the cards for me to do a show. So that's going to wrap it up for today, guys. Thanks for being with me as always. And since I'm going to be traveling here for a couple of days, stay safe, stay healthy. Think about cruising. And hopefully one day soon, we'll all get together on the high seas. Have a phenomenal day, everybody. I'll see you Friday, if not before. I regularly post videos on all facets of the travel and cruise industry. So if you like to keep up with the latest in cruise ships, ports of call, cruises themselves, chilly chats, and travel and cruise industry news, just hit the little subscribe button in the lower right-hand corner Hit the bell notification so you'll be notified when a new video is up or we go live. This video was produced by Chili's Cruises. My dad works in B2B marketing, but I never really knew what that meant. Then one day my dad came by my school for career day and told everyone in my class he was a big MQL man. Then he just kept saying things like, the more MQLs, the better, over and over. My friends still laugh at me to this day. I think it means marketing qualified lead. One thing's for sure. I'll be known as the MQL man's kid for the rest of my days. Why couldn't you just be a fireman or a lawyer? Why? You ruined my life, Dad. Not everyone gets B2B, but LinkedIn has the people who do. And with ads on LinkedIn, you'll be able to reach people based on job title, industry, likelihood to buy, and more. Start converting your B2B audience into high-quality leads today. We'll even give you $100 credit on your next ad campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash mpn to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash mpn. Terms and conditions apply. LinkedIn, the place to be to be.